This is The Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers. Let there be peace, peace to every nation. Let there be hope for all the world to see. Let there be love and joy to all the children. Let there be peace on earth for you. Everyone, I am so glad you're here with us today. I have a very important guest. You guys probably remember her as Dr. V. She's actually co-hosting with me today. I think we're going to be doing a lot of shows together. I hope I'm praying for that because I'm so blessed that she's here. Our topic today is a grateful heart. So I wanted to read a couple things basically um, about that. But thanks for being here, Dr. V. Oh, no problem. So excited. I'm so happy to be here with you. And this is such an amazing topic. So let's go. I'm ready. I wanted to read a couple of Bible verses. And this is one of my favorite. I really like this one. It is Ephesians 5.20. Always give thanks to God the Father, for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I'll read another one to you. 1 Samuel 12, 24. But he's sure to fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart. Consider what great things he has done for you. That is 1 Samuel 12, 24. Now, that was just a couple of things basically telling us that we should be grateful for everything that God has done for us. And I don't know why anybody wouldn't realize that. But our topic today, like I said, is a grateful heart. So I don't know if this sounds a little crazy or not, but I have noticed that a lot of people are getting away from being grateful. So Dr. V, as everyone knows, is a psychologist. Am I right about that? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask you as a psychologist, not as a Christian, but how do people create a grateful heart? Is it something that's taught? Is it something that's practice? What do you think it is? Well, first of all, again, this is an exciting topic. You know, China, the Bible says that we are we're, we are born wicked and when you say that to a non-believer they're like no that can't be you know that's not true but and i wish i had the scripture right now i would definitely send it to you and without god it, it's impossible to live a grateful life to live a life that's pleasing to him and so You know, if you would go all the way back to human development and even from from raising a child. So there's this term that's called vicarious learning 
And that's where children watch you, where children mimic you. And these are, you know, these are things that are taught in the home. If a child doesn't see what a grateful heart is, how are they going to grow up to ever know what that means? If Amen. they don't see you practicing or doing it, they and you're not explaining it, that they're not going to understand that. But then God said there's always a way. A child doesn't miss any of that. Even in your human growth, as you grow up, you know, you start developing, getting outside the world, and then you start seeing. Remember this vicarious learning. So you may see someone, they're, they're exchanging. Here's a gift. Thank you so much. And then a person may begin to practice that, but they have to first see it. Someone have to right. nurture it. Someone have to teach it. That's what the Bible talks about. You know, it's not in us to know whether to be nice or not to be nice. We're not born like that. We're born, we're, we're supposed to be taught by our parents. So that right. is a learned thing where a child has to learn at home, where they just like to everything be else. To be grateful. And, okay. and so, you know, the Bible talks about as a parent, raise a child up, you know, and, and to the teaching and learning as they grow older, that's going to better help them to be a better person. Right. So, right. So, yes. Okay, so, so basically you're saying that people learn to be grateful by what they see and learn from whoever's raising them. Right. They learn from that. And they also learn from experiences mm -hmm. and they learn from people. You learn from the, from the word of God. You learn, learn from people and you learn from experiences. So, but definitely this is something that should be taught at home, but it's not always. It's not. Right, right. I don't know because I'm not a psychologist, but are people getting away from a grateful heart or people more into, okay, what do you got for me? And let's move on type of mentality because I've held doors for people and guess what? They go through that door and they keep on moving. You know, yeah. I, I'm not saying everybody's like that. I'm saying that I've seen it. And yeah. this is why I'm doing this show and this episode because I'm seeing it. I'm trying to help it not grow because mm -hmm. things can multiply and like a virus and just keep on going. And I think we're getting away from marriage too. I, this isn't the topic. Is Absolutely. I think what's happening is like they see other people aren't getting married and, you know, OK, so I'm not getting married because I like my freedom and all that. Yeah. Us as parents, I guess we have to teach them more, you know, because I get very upset. I have a 14 year old and I get very upset with her when I notice that she's not grateful about things and I'll bring it up. I'll mm -hmm. I'll mention it. I'll I'll put it to the forefront. Hey, you know, I did all that and, and you're not grateful really? You know, mm -hmm. okay. I gave you this and you want more really, you know, so I'll bring up, you know, the situation and put it to the forefront and make her aware of it. Right. Yeah. Like she does yeah. to me as a parent. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. fill her water bottle up the other day. And she said to me, um, you know, you really slip it. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> my water bottle was sitting there for a long time and it wasn't full. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, I yeah. was like, I apologize. Oh man, I you know, I didn't I didn't even realize it. You know, I'm sorry about that. I was kind of busy, you know. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we have to be mindful to teach our children this stuff. Yeah. But like you said on the last show, a lot of people are working. You know, I know this is a fast paced society. We're going, 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 going. But so we, it's like, you know, where do we find the time or how do we find the time to make sure these important things get into uh, the learning and teaching practices of our children? How do we do that? Yeah. You, you said a key word, important things. That has to be an important thing. It's a, it's a choice. It's a person that a, it's a thing that a, a person makes a choice. You know, like I say to people all the time, you know, they they look at you. I'm a Christian. I, I'm going to 
There's no doubt. I'm I'm a Christian. I'm not fake. I'm not a form of Christian, godly, none of that. You can I walk it, I talk it. I have mm-hmm. witnesses just like Jesus and mm-hmm. people know that there's something different about you. So, so as a choice, you know, the Holy Spirit is like a gentleman, doesn't force you to do anything, but this has to be a choice. And for me, it's a lifestyle. If I were to tell you as our listening audience is listening, when we talk about fruits of the spirit, right. Half of the nation doesn't even know what that is because people are falling away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are falling away from God, you know. Right. And when you talk about the fruits of spirit, uh, it's simple words like kindness, polite, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, being genuine, you know, uh, saying thank you, you're welcome. You know, I thought about just simply doing a class of just kindness, like teaching, just teaching. The simple ways, the tips of being a kind person. Yeah, that's funny you said that. Hold on one second. Mm -hmm. I remember this was about maybe six or seven years ago, and I read somewhere that they had doctors taking classes to try to be nice or or to learn Mm -hmm. humanity. Yeah. I thought, what? That doesn't even make sense. But mm-hmm. so you feel like there's a class that, that you should do to try to teach people kindness? Yeah. It's just a simple, and right now, I don't know why this is slipping my mind, but there's a word for it where you teach just simple, the simple kind things of life. You know, right. something empathy. that- Empathy. Yeah, empathy. Something that should be natural, but is not. Right. You know, it that's why God made women the, the person to give birth because a woman has a nurturing spirit. Right. A man doesn't, but men can develop that. They can learn, mm-hmm. but he gave that to the woman. And mm-hmm. so with every great mother, it comes pretty naturally with them nourishing and teaching these things to their children, like right. kindness, like like just to say thank you, all that. So you don't see it as much. You see most of, and, and even in the schools, I'm a professor in the school. I've, I've even taught in elementary and uh, middle school. And I'm finding nobody is saying thank you anymore. The children, wow. yeah, uh, the teachers, some of the I teachers, you know, it just as you said, you walk out the door. The kind thing to do is it's your being natural. Why would you, you're walking out the door. Why would you just... Uh, just not hold the door for someone else. Lamb it behind. Exactly. Why would I do that? Yeah, I agree. But, but, but it's because people have gotten just so conditioned to yeah. just not, it, it, it's, it's not a part of something that's important to them anymore. It's yeah, not important. It's, it's leaving the society. So here's a question. Do you think that all this came about or is the ripple effect or ramification from them taking God out of schools? Do you think this is why? Well, think about this, China. I went back and looked at, and I I wish I had been prepared to say that there was a lady Mm -hmm. that that changed the whole trajectory of prayer being in school. I remember her. Yeah, I forget her name. She was an atheist, right? She was an atheist. Yeah. And and just like you and I, we can go, you know, we can, it's a policy. We all have the power and the potential to change policies. Right. And so no one really thought about it, but the, I mean, how can just a simple person like you, myself, a citizen go in, make a ruckus about prayer being in the school and change the policy? Yeah. Well, you know? It was the worst thing that ever happened, in my opinion, okay, in my humble opinion. Yeah. um, I I really believe that because I remember even before going to church or knowing anything about church, having to to say, you know, holding up your hand and, you know, hearing about God, you know, it it just, I remember that. And it seems like there's nothing anymore. Now, I wrote a book based on my life. And it's titled A Letter to God. 
And when I tried to get it in, I got it in a few schools, but I tried to get it in the school where I live. And they told me that because it was faith-based, even though it was based on my life, they couldn't mm-hmm. put it in. Oh, wow. Now, how the heck is that possible? How is that possible? Because I'm sure they have Huckleberry Finn in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. And, you know? and, and I find, was it, did it have something to do with the publishing company? No, it was self-published. And they said that it was all about because it had religion in there. That's what they told me. Wow. Hmm? Well, I bet you if you resend that, now you got me thinking about that. We need to resend that and make sure it get published. Yeah. Because yeah. That, that is not acceptable. No. <laughs> it's not acceptable. I agree. I, I was shocked. I mean... I, that was the first time I ever got turned down. I, I it, It's even in libraries all over the country. Yeah. But, yeah. No, they, this particular school, and it was a high school. It wasn't like it was an elementary because there is some stuff in there not for, you know, children. But, yeah. yeah. And I think it's the language, too. Like people say, oh, you can't use God in public places. You know, we have freedom of speech. What are we doing? Why are we contradicting everything, you know? But God said that you, there's a way no one would ever stop me from praying in a public place because God said you can pray in your spirit. Yes. You can pray to him quietly. You can, you know, no mm-hmm. one can stop that. Right. And I think about, too, you you on a good topic here. I think about, do you remember when the basketball players, the NBA basketball players, when they kneel to the Pledge of Allegiance of the flag? But here's the thing. How is that threatening to you? When you're on your knees, that's the most humble position anybody could be. But see, that's the type of world that we live in that distorts everything. People took offense, yeah. 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 And and it was just, you know, I, I had to stop following that. I had to stop watching it because it's just nonsense how yeah. how the devil can deter things. Yes. You know, even, even on social media, if you use different words like like they will remove your <laughs> they will remove your video. Yeah. You will be warned about getting banned even on yeah. LinkedIn. So it's, it's, it's this is just a wild world. But yeah. we just have to learn strategies on how to get through, like we're talking now. Right. You know? We have to remember that it's all about learning. It's all about teaching. Growing, developing. I, like I said, I try definitely every day to work on that. If my husband washes my clothes, you know, which he's the he washes clothes here. So it's like I'll try to remember, hey, thanks for washing my clothes. You know, you did a good job. Mm-hmm. It's just something I'm trying to bring to the forefront and I, it, I'm not perfect. I just want to remember that because I know that's how I feel. I want things oh, yes. too, you oh, know, yeah. Yeah. I want appreciation too. I, I'm, I'm not any worse or better off than anybody else, but yeah. So if you want it, why not give it to, you know, is my point. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the funny thing about that, uh, China, how is it that some people can want it and others not want it? That's what I I'm thinking. Like, I think everybody wants it, right? They should, they should (laughs) want it, but yeah, I think they do. I think they do. But see, then you, there comes the, the selflessness. Okay. So, okay. Mm -hmm. You got your gratitude. Now somebody's doing something for you. How about giving? gratitude you know so Mm -hmm. it's not just so one-sided you know Mm -hmm. what I mean we Mm -hmm. have to try to remember that that life and and we're supposed to be as human beings reciprocants you know you reciprocate Mm -hmm. if somebody Mm -hmm. you know says hey you know great job well then okay maybe you might see somebody else doing a good job you go oh great job you know yeah why not what's wrong with that what's wrong with us that we're not doing that yeah You know, China, just this probably is going to blow your mind when I say this, but you have people, if you're too happy, they hate you. Yeah. If you're smiling and you're too kind, 
is something that brings your worst out of them. Really? And this is, if, if there's certain scriptures in the Bible that talks about it's the spirit in you. Mm-hmm. You, whether you know it or not, in this life, you have good and bad. Oh, okay? yeah. They call it good energy, bad energy. Mm-hmm. They have all names for this. They have good vibe, bad mm-hmm. vibe. Chi, you know, good chi, yeah. bad chi, yeah. You mm-hmm. have all of that. And if you would listen to many of the famous writers, authors who have had their own experience and written their own personal books, like for me, I read my own personal book that talks about absolute ingredients for results. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no way I could have talking or spoken about that if I had not had the personal experience. So right. it was a witness to my writing that I had to get out. Right. And so, and so when you, when you look at that and that's just like, you have critics, you have cheerleaders, you have atheists, you have Christians. Right. And so it, it's, it's mind boggling that you would ask a question or, or people for them to be able to say, I don't like it. I don't want it. That just does not comprehend or make sense to me. You would not want to live that type of life. Right. Because principles, just like a principle, is going to come back. Just like karma is going to come back. What you reap, what you sow is going to come back to you. Definitely. Definitely. I believe that too. Yeah. And we have to be mindful of that, you know, and kindness is part of it. Being grateful is part of it. You know, I can give you an example. We were walking, my husband and I and my daughter, just taking a walk for some exercise. And there was uh, a man. And now I want to say this before I continue. I don't look for praise from people. I look for praise from God. So when Mm -hmm. I do things to try to do good, it's not for any praise, you know, from anybody except for God. That's why I do it. So we were walking and there was a man, he was disabled, barely, you know, walking with his two hand uh, crutches. And it was, you know, a cold day and you know, he, he it was kind of downhill where his car was. He was able to drive, but I seen him struggling and I immediately went over and I said, just grab on. And he did. He put his arm under my arm. And I helped him and we got to his car and he, he sat in and I said, you, you're going to be okay. And he said, I am good from here. Thank you. And so like, I wonder how many people would have went over and did that. I, yeah. I wonder because I see a lot of people just going, you know, they're, they're in a, they're on a mission there, you know, they got places to go and they, okay. Yeah. We all have that. Yeah. You know, but you have to be aware of your behavior. Like you said, okay, even if you're not a Christian, you're a human being, right? So we have to have humanity. And I think if we lose humanity, we're all done for, don't you think? We're done. We are done done for it. And, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you. I absolutely love this topic. But look how it can be so difficult because people aren't really practicing. And and this is why we're talking about it, because we see we see the decrease in people. Just, you know, so this is what they call it now when a person they call them a hero. When they do something extra, like what you chose to do, they call it a hero because nobody really, you know, nobody wants to get involved. Nobody, wants right. to, you know, it's their safety. They don't, you know, nobody wants to I don't have time for that. walk by you when things are happening. And when, when a person does that, you call it kind deeds. This is the, the simple thing as we were talking about. Simple courtesy. That's mm-hmm. the word. Simple courtesy. You remember yeah. the Waltons. You remember Little House on the Prairie. Oh, yeah. This was taught to yeah. their children. Yes. It was. Those were the, good shows. Yes. It was 
it was absolute. It, it it went without saying. It was, and if you didn't learn it at home, you learned it on those shows. You learned they, it on the shows, illustrating. Learned, yeah, yes. And mm -hmm. so, so now when you look around, you have now. There's China. no shows like that. Yeah, but you know, so what's selling? Sex, power, and money. Yep. Drugs. Yep. That's what social media and most of it about too. You get likes when when a fight or something, some violence is happening, mm -hmm. but you rarely get likes of a good deed or something right. that you're doing. Why is that? This is, you know, this is why we're here today because right. as humanity, we all need to come together. You know, we cannot we cannot backtrack on Mother Teresa. Martin no. Luther King. We have yep. so many trailblazers who have went before us. This should show us the way, right? Thing. Yes. Yes. Yep. This should not be a forgotten thing. This should be something simple courtesy that people just should do. Yeah, I agree. Why I agree. do you have to have a class to teach this? I, it, I don't know. I, I it, like you said, it just blows me away. And so because you know we're human beings. And again, I always want to praise God. I always want to, you know, give glory to him. That's why I do the show. And I don't care if people show up or they don't show up. I'm still going to praise God. I'm still going to, you know, give the glory to him. But as human beings, what is going on with us? You know, mm -hmm. why aren't we seeing where we're going wrong? Why? W what is going on? As a psychologist, can you tell us? Well, well, I, I first like to, I acknowledge, I want to go to the biblical, the one that you read, Ephesians 5 and 20. It, mm -hmm. it states to be grateful. It states to be thankful. What has happened is that, you know, uh, uh, when we talk about trauma in psychology, when we talk about terrible events, like if we go back in 2000, we have had like some really, really horrific things that happened. The 911, mm -hmm. we have had many uh, storms, floods, Hurricane yeah. Trina. You know, we have made history with some things that we have survived. And, right. and, and this was televised that as people, this is what we do. This is what we do. When we go through a tragedy or we go through life, events that has changed the trajectory of our life or right. that has caused some type of pain, mm -hmm. then when things start to get better and then, you know, people, we start getting, getting on our feet again, Moving then forward. we forget. Okay. We, we move on and we forget. Why? Why do we forget? Because you're, because that that ungrateful begins to come because you're 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 no longer thinking of it, you're no no longer practicing, and then you go back to the old routine of mm -hmm. being that person or doing the thing that you normally do when every event, every tragedy, every life-changing event should change you. It should make you want to do better in life. Right. I agree. But for some, some change and some don't. And this right. is what we're going to have all of our life. You're always going to have someone against the grain and someone wanting to do well. Mm -hmm. It's going to always be like that. It's unequal. Unequally yoke. It's controversial. All the things you're going to always have people going against against the grain. It doesn't make sense. I don't I don't understand it. Do you think more and more people need to seek psychology help? The last time I looked at our statistic, it was the number one issue was men. We okay. had a small number of men that would actually take counseling because oh. or, or seek help because you know a man who Who's teaching the man? See, we're when not just a man, a woman, children, kids, teenagers, when they grow up, who, who do you have a mentor? Do you have someone who is everyone should have someone that is true, that would tell them the truth, a mm -hmm. true friend, someone Amen. that's a mentor that would help them to meet their goals. 
mm-hmm. or someone who are with them through thick and thin and are really, the younger people call it ride or die. Yeah, yeah. Right. Somebody really there for them. Yep. Yes. And mm-hmm. and when you don't have that, you are only learning, growing from your own perception. Okay. And when right. you be and when you begin to do that, China, your mind is not growing. You, you lose know, out on a lot. Yeah, you're still stuck in the past. This is yeah. where instead of us growing and developing life and lifetime learner learners. We get caught in this maze of life mm-hmm. and we stay right there because no one, you know, you're, it's pride. You don't need no one to tell you anything. You're not my father, you know? Right. So you got this whole tribe of people now, gangs of people, like just out there. And Nobody's going to nobody tell me what to do. Right? Yeah. Nobody, nobody. Well, that's a bad road to be on because- mm-hmm. How do you learn? I knew a mother and a father. They were good people. I mean, hardworking, God-fearing, everything. They had a son. They paid his way through school. They treated him like gold. When he moved out, they never even got a phone call from him. So I said, how is that possible? Like, why is that? Wow. Well, he developed this mantra or personality or or methodology that nobody is going to tell him what to do anymore. And he's going to do it all his way. And and that's that he turned out. Okay. He had a good job, but he just wasn't grateful for everything his parents did and sacrificed for him. And really, I don't know if he knew like what all his parents sacrificed for him, at least that what his parents told me. So they said sometime they would call him and say, oh, how are you doing? His response would be, what do you want? Wow. I mean, wow. so that's not a grateful heart. No. How the heck did that happen? Wow. How you did know, that happen? It, 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 when, when people grow, you know, like, like we said, I think we said that in our last show, like how is it that, you know, you have siblings born under the same roof and yeah. then one seemed to go to the left farther mm-hmm. than the other or act like they never had any teaching. And what we discovered in, in counseling psychology that each child does not have the same parent. You have the same biological parent, but right. it's not that parent, it, you know, it, that parents go through stages. Oh, definitely. So, so in grow. their 20s, yeah, in their 20s, when they had the first child, they mm-hmm. were in a different role. They, things were economically, you know, mentally, yeah. uh, physically, things were different. And then here they had another child. So then they may have learned more. They do better when you learn more. So, so our thing is just to be grateful for our parents because they did the best that they could. Right. Exactly. And they're not perfect. No, nobody never gave us a manual as to how to be parent, parents, good parents, bad parents, whatever. But the good news is China Mm -hmm. with this being grateful, being thankful. Mm -hmm. God said in his word, he will never leave us or forsake us. Amen. Yeah. He will always, even when people, here's the thing. When people leave our life, loved ones, we God say husband and wives, all of that, and we really got to talk about marriage. Oh, definitely. God says, I will provide you, I will give you a confidant. Yeah. Where he's there for you. But here's the thing we have to make time, like we make time for working out. Some people yeah. are just notorious for fitness. And right. working out. That's important to them. Mm-hmm. That's important to them. And long as nothing is going wrong, they don't need God right now mm-hmm. because things are coming along. Finance, I got a little money in my bank account. I'm mm-hmm. good. I don't need God right now. But the right. minute something happens. Oh, God, help me. Then we're calling, <laughs> we're calling for help. We're calling for yeah. help. But yeah. the word says... If we simply learn how to be quiet, hear from him, read the word, and Mm -hmm. just pray that this can be a lifestyle. 
being a Christian, being a saved, born again, is not a hard life, guys. No. My audience, no. it's a lifestyle. And it comes naturally because you would think in humanity, the whole humanity race, everybody wants to do good. Yeah. They yeah. want they want good. They want safety. They want, you know, it's incredible to me to not know that you don't want that. And what's what's the best guide? Because let's just let's just put it out there. I have to say this, and, and I'm honest when I say this, God raised me. Okay. Mm -hmm. He really did. I mean, mm -hmm. I sometimes he was busy and I just, you know, went the wrong way, but basically he raised me. So the best guide out there, even if you don't have one and you're somebody like me who God raised you, the Bible can guide you any way you want to go because the Bible will tell you right off the jump, what you're doing is wrong. This yeah. is what has to be done. Yeah. This is what God wants from you. It's not a mystery. When you mm -hmm. read it, everything will be revealed to you. Amen. Mm -hmm. Have you uh, have you ever heard the Bible, B-I-B-L-E, what it means? Basic instructions while here on earth. There you go. Yeah. Basic see? instructions while here on earth. That's and the it definition. Us. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, who could have written something that would foretell what's to come? No. And one. if you are an advocate reader, I, I tell you what, it's just the Bible is such an amazing tool because it tells you how to raise your family, raise children, how to be how to be a wife, how to be a wife, how to be a husband, how to be a good character, basic yeah. courtesy kindness, yeah. the use of the spirit, your finances. I tell you guys, I challenge you to grab a Bible, to find a Bible, go downstairs, dust it, dust all that dust, dust off, off. Of your Bible and just begin to read the word. If it's just five minutes a day. Hallelujah. Yeah. And that's where you will begin to start getting revelation. Oh my goodness. That, that was deep. Yes. That, and so, so true. Hello everyone, before we get back to the Inspirational Wow Show, I want to take a moment and talk about China Myers' best-selling, gripping, heartfelt book titled A Letter to God. You can find this true life story on Amazon. Now, back to the Wow Show. What does it mean to be a human being? What does that mean? Because wow. I think if we get the, the meaning of that, yeah, I think we could move forward differently. Yeah. Well, first of all, the only perfect person was Jesus Christ. Amen. So Jesus. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We were supposed to be perfect before sin. Absolutely. Before Adam and Absolutely. Eve. So, but go ahead. Yeah. We but were supposed then too, to. Be. And then think about that. So God had to think of a way, another way, how to redeem us. Right. How to take right. the sting out of death. Yeah. Yeah. And look what he did. Son is only one begotten son. And he yeah. went, he prepared for that. And he went through all that torture for us. Yeah. And here it is. He raised us within seven days here. Jesus is and redeemed himself for us. And yeah. so he knows we're not perfect. He mm -hmm. knows that we're going to make mistakes. Amen. But here's the thing. You have to be intentional. As to the life that you want to live, you because again, he's not going to force you. He gave all of us at will. Mm -hmm. And think mm -hmm. about it if he hadn't have done that. You know, yeah. here it is. We're able to make choices. But just like fitness is important to you, then, you know, when you think about serving God or be, uh, or just tell yourself, let me give this a try, you know. Uh, it doesn't take going through hell all day, through, you know, year to year for you to meet God. Right. First of all, again, to be a human, you cannot, it's not in you to do right. And first of all, you cannot get yourself together and then say, hey, I think I'm going to try God now because you need him to get yourself together. Amen. You can't do it by yourself. 
Yeah, and I so, knew you would come up with a good answer. Go yeah, for it. Yeah, you can't do it by yourself. So, no. so you will begin to see, I'm a living witness. You will begin to see when you start reading the word of God, he started enlightening your mind. Mm -hmm. He started giving you revelation. And yeah. that those silly things that you used to do, arguing with people, like you want to be right all the time, arguing and never winning. Because the Bible says, be careful, do not argue with a fool. Yeah. So you so you begin to get revelation and wisdom. Well, okay, I'm just going to be silent the next time they want to argue with me. Then you start finding yourself getting out of these these ridiculous, crippled, uh, stagnated place when you yeah. intentionally want to do right or want to. Hey, you have to tell yourself, I need something different. Right. And it'll become okay. second nature. Yes. And then it becomes a natural thing when you're intentional about it. Right. Because the more you want something, the more you will grow. And then that little small prayer, that little five minutes become 10 minutes. It mm -hmm. becomes 15 minutes. And then sometimes you lose yourself because there is nothing, nothing like the presence of God when you experience no. that. Nothing no, like the right. presence. So it's just simply just, just reading your word, you know, having a person, a spiritual person to help guide you, to, to talk to, to get understanding. Because God says he speaks through his word. He speaks through people. He speaks through nature. And he speaks mm -hmm. through human experiences. So yes. you can, it's all around you. You can't escape it. No, I'm can't. just saying to you, give it a try. Just, I mean, because... Because he, he knows that we're not perfect. So being a human, you you only know to be all that you can, all the of being a human. Because as a human person, there are limitations to us until we begin to grow and understand. Right. And then that's when the limitation, that's when the bondage begin to fall off you. Does that make sense, Dinah? Hello, everyone. I want to tell you about Dr. Viril Williams' book. The title is The Ingredients for Absolute Results. You can find it on Amazon or you can email her for a signed copy at drvarilw at gmail.com. All right. Check her out. Thank you. Oh, oh my goodness. Very powerful. Um, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. And as a psychologist, you have a deeper understanding. And the same goes when you believe in God and you start to put your faith in him and you start to worship him and honor him and everything. The same goes. You become very knowledgeable in what he wants for you. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I, I don't know about you, but I'm not where I should be, but I'm definitely not where I was. So each enough. day I grow, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and so I want to tell people like, cause I think people think, okay, when you become a Christian, oh, you become perfect. And you know, everything just falls into place and God knows you and you know, God. no, no. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a relationship. And well, when you meet a man, you meet your husband, your boyfriend, you get to know him. You know, you get to yeah. know who he is. You get to know what he stands for. You yeah. get to know what he represents. And that's over time. That's not overnight. You know, yeah. the same goes with God. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's something that we have to grow with. But yeah. as we get to know him, I think we have to then put boundaries on ourselves and expect more from mm -hmm. ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're going to uplift ourselves in a way where, okay, I won't do that. I, I can't do that. I'm yeah. going to do that. Yeah. That is what I'm going to do because that's what God wants for me. That's what God wants from me. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, we were talking about like, you know, the Bible even tells you how to date and dating. You know, you want to, you know, you, you should want to mentally 
connect with a person first, not right. physically, not physically. Right. And right. that's and that's what so many of us are doing. You know, we, yeah. uh, you know, the world make us think we got to be pop Coca Coca Cola bottle, you know, perfect and yeah. shape and 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 yeah. uh, beauty, you know, all of that. And you know, we had talked about beauty and fashion, but beauty and fashion is beautiful when you valuing yourself. When God right. teaches you to love yourself first. Have self-respect, yeah. Self-respect, and that's where the boundaries come in because mm -hmm. you begin to look at yourself like, oh, okay, maybe I'm going to try and dress a little better. I'm talking to myself first because mm -hmm. it's it's something about having a relationship with God that you want to please him. And so yeah. it's everything. When you I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The wisdom, it starts mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Amen. That's the wholeness of it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and God is good because like you said, we have free will, you know, we don't have to do those things. Mm -mm. It's not required, but when we do them, we honor him. We yeah. honor God mm -hmm. and, and to honor him gives me so much joy, so much joy. It's beyond yeah. words. It really is. Honoring mm -hmm. him is holding that door open for somebody. You yes. know? Um, yeah. Now, China, helping. now you're talking about the relationship. Yeah. So you have that relationship. I do. I do. And, that's what and that it is. wasn't overnight. Because no. I told you before, I didn't know what that was all about. You know, even as far as a male relationship, I'm starting to learn more about that. Yeah. You know? I met somebody married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I believe, you know, I didn't know I should have somebody who had faith like I do. You know, <laughs> I learned that now. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know what unequally yoked me. My great grandmother used to say that all the time. I'm like, what is that? What does that what mean? Is that? What does yeah. that mean? But I tell you, I know what it means now. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're growing and see, but that's what, I, that's my point. Like I, I don't want people to think, you know, it doesn't matter when you come to God, you can come to God right where you are. Right. Where you you know? are. And it doesn't he's not, matter. He's not gonna judge you. He's yeah. not going to judge you like people judge us. Mm -mm. No, you don't have to be perfect to come to God. Okay. I got to get a haircut and <laughs> I got to. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop cursing and, you know, no, no ma'am, <laughs> that's not how it goes. Not at all. You yeah. know, and the sooner people learn that, the better off they'll be, because I really believe people think they have to get perfect before they go to God. Yeah. And yeah. that's just so that's just not true. There, you know? There's no way it's a, it's a process. Yeah, it's a process. It really and you'll never be perfect. You'll never get it right. No, the word says you have not arrived. You will not yeah. arrive. No. But he sees your heart. He sees the intention, but not the. This is a crippling one. When I hear people say, "Well, God knows my heart," but yeah. you're intentionally still doing what you want to do. Exactly. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah, he does. Yes, he, he really does. does know your heart. Yeah. yeah. Before you knew your heart, he knows your heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, when I think about Cain and Abel, you know, Cain, man, he he loved God so much and he wanted to show God with his cattle, you know, and yeah, how he is. raised them, you know, and Abel, was it Abel, the bad one, right? Yeah, Abe wanted to hide things. He didn't want to bring everything forth. He wanted to, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's he didn't want to be one. honest. Yeah. yeah. And Abel is in a lot of us, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Abel is in, in a lot of us. Knowing that, knowing who we are, mm -hmm. and, and learning who we are, because you got to learn who you are, too. Yeah. Just like you got to learn who God is, you got to learn who you are as well. Because mm -hmm. we don't know what we're capable of and, and who we really are till we get to know ourselves, you know? Mm -hmm. And after a while, you're like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. You know? Oh, I don't want that. But yeah. that's because we learned who we are, you know? Absolutely. So as we learn who we are, 
that could help us to be better people too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and also China, when you, when it's okay that you don't know, right? It's, it's, it's okay that you don't know because that's where you begin learning when you start taking time and spending time with him and it's okay. You don't have to be hard on yourself. He's not going to judge us like people right. do us. Oh, yeah. I thought you was a Christian. Oh, yeah. I thought you didn't do those things. God would never say that to you. Yeah. And that's what make a lot of people like fall back. That's what, you know, uh, they call it. Uh, yeah, backslide. Backslide. When yeah. a person backslide, because, you know, people people can make you backslide. But, but God's yeah. not going to judge us. And then you think you got to go all the way to Rome and Italy and back for him to save you. And you don't. All you have to say, Lord, I, I messed up. I'm sorry. Help me. Yeah. And he helps yep. you right where you are. Yep. Right where you are. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So again, we, this, this is a good life. It's, so, it's a lifestyle. And, yeah. and it's, not, it's not hard. No, I, I agree. I got some witnesses in the back. They know yeah. what that is. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Amen. See, we're all with sin, right? Yeah. Oh, my I God. People, yes. I tell people, it doesn't matter if you're the best Christian ever. If you're looking <laughs> in the mirror, you're sinning. Yes. But I can't put on my lipstick. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and China, I think that banished from heaven from, from being prideful, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And pointing the finger. Where's that thumb going? Right back at you. How about it? Yeah. Right back at you. <laughs> Try not to do it. I it's, it's the truth. Yeah. You know, I, that's what Jesus said. Okay. Those yeah. uh, without sin cast the first stone. Guess what? Nobody, nobody could cast it. Yeah. Nobody so could cast good. that first stone because everybody's through sin. Oh, you yeah. Got it in. Oh, yeah. And Tanya, you know what's so funny? I'm here at work, right? Uh, I'm I'm an instructor, it, and I'm working with uh, medical students who's, um, you know, graduating, trying to be medical assistants. And well, they are so uh, blessed doing, to have you. Yeah, and so uh, I just had a couple people come in the room, and I mean, I couldn't even think of the word like backslider, and they knew they like backsliders. <laughs> I don't know if you heard, me. <laughs> but. Uh, you know, we, we, we talk about God here. We talk about Jesus Christ. Like, and this is, this is a public place and yeah. our staff, we, we all want to do better. Um, right. you know, and, and nobody is trying to judge how strong your relationship is with God or, right. you know, every you're, you're trying and you're trying That's to do better. Thing. So right. it's okay where you are. You may mm -hmm. not, I, you know, I've been at this for a while. I, you know, you may not be where I am, but then there's times that some people knew that come to Christ. Man, they learn at a at a rate Fast because pace. they want to know mm -hmm. so much, and it's it's all of our getting, understanding, wisdom, and learning the word. And how bad do you want it? Right. That's right. Right. And so, you know. This show is about a grateful heart. Mm -hmm. If we could just remember that, you know, um, that's honoring God too, you know. Absolutely. Being, having a grateful heart. Absolutely. Honoring Him. You know, I, I believe that. Yeah. And for our listening audience, uh, one of the things where you can learn about a grateful heart, you can go to Galilean and it talks about love. It talks about kindness all of Galatians in the Bible, and you will love, you will enjoy reading that. Talks about all the things that we're talking about now, just simply being kind to people mm -hmm. and having a caring heart, empathy, yeah. all those things all come together. And then it just makes you just a better person. It does. In humanity, it makes you want to change your career. It makes you want to, you know, I went from a nurse. I, all of my whole practice, my degrees from associates, I started from a nurse's aide, then a medical assistant, then a nurse, then a counselor, then a therapist, now a psychologist. So all that was serving people, caring, 
wanting to be a help to humanity. Yep. And the biggest thing, I thought God wanted me to be that nurse, but I found out China, my greatest call was being a therapist and in psychology. Yeah. Yeah, because I could I couldn't handle the blood. And right. when when someone would pass, I'd be crying with the clients. Yeah. In hospice. You know, <laughs> I had to be a stronger person. I'm right with them. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh no, no, this is not your field. We need strong people. Yeah. This is not your field. But my yeah, we don't need anybody crying with the family. No, <laughs> we need you to help them get through it because I need somebody to help me get through it. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I was a CNA, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And I seen people, let me tell you something. That was a great job because you really, you were in there with the nitty gritty. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, you knew if they could walk, you knew if they could talk. (laughs) That nurse didn't know that. Did not know that. CNA knew that. Yeah. Did not know that. Oh, man. What what amazing people I met. Oh, yeah. I met so many amazing people Mm -hmm. and it was all to help people. Yeah. And I seen I seen the ones that were there that didn't, you know, they just wanted a paycheck and they didn't really Mm -hmm. care. Mm -mm. But it's so funny. Yeah. And, you know, just reflecting back, you know, in the nursing home, like I think I think the one my clients who had the biggest smile uh, you know, and here I am now at the age where I was taking care of the elderly. I was no long, no older than 15, 16, where you had to have a permit to work. But yeah. I think my greatest joy was seeing the smile and the happiness on my clients just being dry, not yeah. sitting with a soil diaper, you know, yeah. or depends. Like they were so happy because they. The little you, things were so important the to them. little things. And, and, you know, just them seeing you walk in, they smile, get, and then other people who they didn't, then they frown, you know, so God just let me know early, you, you, you're being effective. Right. You're doing what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I used to have them doing a soul trade line. We'd be doing (laughs) a soul trade to the bathroom. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, oh, China got me moving today. (laughs) Yes. But yes. it was it was such a joy to do that job. Yeah. And, you know, people used to say, oh, this job's so hot. I didn't look at it like that. I, no. I looked at it like we were saying I was working for God. Yeah. And that's what grateful is. Grateful is like, you know, like think about something you can do free without even being paid. And just yeah. seeing a yeah. smile on I the probably would have done it. Yeah, it would. It would I would. Free. I would thank you, Jesus. Like, thank you, God. Yeah. And it's the freedom of being able to express, God, we adore you. We love you, God. Thank you for protecting us. Thank you, God, for protecting me from that car that almost hit me. Thank yeah. you, God, for the blood of Jesus covering me from that stray bullet. Yeah. You know, He, I'm telling you guys, it's a testimony how oh, God yeah. can keep you. Yeah. And you become, it's just, you become so grateful. So, and and you know, as we're talking about it, it becomes natural because it gets in your spirit. Mm -hmm. You have chose to be grateful, to thank God for everything, not just in the good and the bad, knowing that you have hope and it's going to get better. It It always do with him. Yeah. Always get better. So we are coming to the end of our show. I am so sad that we're coming to the end of our show. <laughs> Listen, we got to do this again. And like you said, we're going to do a show on marriage. Oh, my Definitely. God. I can't wait. And yeah. we will have my husband, too. He would love it. Yes. We have him come on, too, with you. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I'll get Thank a chance you. to meet your husband, too, China. Oh. Oh, definitely. You can definitely <laughs> meet him. He's he's a pip. He's <laughs> My husband is so funny. He's a comedian. But thank you so much for coming. And I'm this so glad you did. Oh, God. My sister in Christ. Love Dr. it. V, thank you. I love it. Oh, my God. Thank you, God, for China. The way we met. Oh, my goodness. 
Mm -hmm. Oh man, I can't wait to to meet you personally, China. We're gonna do some things. We're gonna keep doing things. Yeah, we are. Cause I don't I, like I said, I'll shout it from the rooftops. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you, done Jesus. for me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good night, everybody. Wow, that was a great show. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Well, this is the Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers. Thank you for being here. And I want to say thank you I was lost and you found me I was dead inside and you breathed into me And you brought these bones alive I want to say thank you Thank you for saving me Thank you for loving me God, you stood with open arms.